0: Ruben, joined by Brian Johnson for another episode of Viking 360. Brian, it is now week eight of the high school football season. The Vikings are going to make a trip down to Greenbrier County tonight to take on the Spartans. And they're going to do it, Ruben, on the heels
1: of probably their best performance of the year at St. Albans last week. Uh, a big boost offensively from Virgil Myers, who was fantastic. Uh, so they'll
0: go in there uh, with uh, feeling pretty good about themselves tonight, Ruben. And just like last week at Saint Albans, this series is tied. Uh, the Vikings and Spartans have each won three times, so this time we'll we'll see what comes out of it. And I know you had a chance to talk with the voice of the Spartans.
1: I did. I chatted uh, with Jeff Campbell to get the uh, Spartans' angle on this matchup, and I tell you, Rube, uh, Jeff and I talk every year how much we just enjoy this game. We wish the schools. We're a little closer together uh, in proximity, but it's always a great matchup. We have great respect for them, and they have great respect for us.
0: And I had a chance to talk with Wyatt Simon, uh, a senior, and while this is game eight uh, for the team, it is essentially uh, game one for Wyatt as he is coming back from an injury, and it's good to see him back on the field. Really happy
1: for Wyatt. Uh, He's been through it with the injuries in his career. Uh, and that's a boost, Rube. He's a good athlete. He does a lot for us on both sides of the ball, uh, and that's
0: he'll be a big help these last three games. And you had a chance to talk with a, a young Viking who scored his first touchdown uh, last week at St. Albans. Yeah, Chris Jenkins, one of the
1: best athletes on the team. I mean, he can do it all. He can run, he can catch, he can pass, he can tackle. Uh, just getting that experience for Chris has been huge. And you could tell when I asked him about the touchdown, his face lit up, first varsity touchdown. So that's something he'll remember the rest of his
0: life. And, and Brian, you know, you recall in last week's episode, I said the junior varsity game against Rome County was perhaps the best football game I've seen this season. Well, I now we <laughs> might have to adjust that a little bit because yeah. the JV team had another thriller. They played St. Albans uh, at Memorial Stadium. The game was tied, twenty to twenty, with um, about thirty seconds to go, and then uh, Ripley scored on a halfback pass, the third touchdown pass on a halfback pass of the game, and they came back and they defeat the Dragons twenty-six to twenty as Cameron Good and Caleb Parsons connected with three seconds remaining on the clock. And Rube, that game. It seemed like the
1: the JV team was dead three or four times in that game. They just had no opportunity to come back, and they just kept fighting and battling. They got turnovers on defense. They got big plays on offense. I think, like you said, the third halfback pass touchdown of the ball game uh, with Tyson Print not playing. uh, They went to the bag of tricks. It worked and uh, excellent for the JV team.
0: And, hey, another uh, impressive win for the middle school team last night. They had eighth grade night and they played that game at the big stadium and the, they defeated Edison uh, Middle School out of Parkersburg, uh, twenty-four to fourteen. Uh, a, a great win for for Coach uh, scully Ellum and his team.
1: It is Reuben. The the middle school teams just keep rolling. You look at baseball. You look. Uh, we think they're going to have a pretty good basketball program this year as well. Football's had a great year. So congratulations to those kids. And that's a big win, as you said eighth grade night at the stadium uh, last
0: night at memorial stadium so a big moment for the middle school all right now let's go brian let's go around the athletic program at uh, dear old ripley high Uh, cross country has a rare weekend off from running but that's because they're getting ready for their big regional meet and that will be on thursday out at cedar lex conference center they may have a weekend
1: off from competition route, but I bet they're still running. So I can you not know, guarantee they'll be out uh, preparing for that as uh, they do so well. And, uh, you know, being on friendly turf, I guess you would say, for regionals next week is certainly an advantage. And
0: uh, we hope the best for them. And Lady Viking Volleyball, they took on some really challenging opponents this past week and uh, came out on the short side of that. But they lost to uh, George Washington, who is a state power in volleyball. They lost to them in three sets. So that was good. And then the the coach was telling me that they – that when to, that loss took a lot out of them and then they were unable to come back and to play Point Pleasant. But the, the, it said it was like 1030 in the evening and they were still playing volleyball. So a late night uh, for the Lady Vikes.
1: Sure was. And, and they've had a little bit of a lull here late in the season. But as you said, the the level of competition has ratcheted up quite a bit and we're hopeful that uh, as the season wears on and as they get uh, into postseason play, this experience and these moments will help them get over the
0: top. And speaking of postseason play, it begins next week in earnest for the uh, soccer teams. The uh, The Vikings, they will open up their uh, sectional tournament on Monday uh, down at Hurricane. And uh, the Lady Vikings, they have a little unusual uh, scheduling situation as they will play their senior night on Friday evening Against Robert C. Byrd High School out of uh, Clarksburg. There will be seven Lady Bikes who will be honored on senior night, and they will also begin their sectional tournament on Tuesday at Hurricane. So,
1: soccer uh, really coming to a close here quickly, Ruben. It's hard to believe. Uh, that those seasons are winding down like they are. Hopefully both of these teams can catch lightning in a bottle next week and uh, find a way to get a couple of victories in advance in postseason play. But going to be tough. Uh, they're, they're in a couple of tough spots, uh, actually, both being in Hurricane. Uh, it's always tough for Vikings to win in Hurricane. I don't care what the sport is.
0: Uh, so we wish them the best. And uh, I had an interview with a Ripley High graduate I know you're familiar with, but, yeah, Mike Shockey. And uh, what a what a high school athlete he was, whether the sport be football, uh, baseball, or basketball. But uh, he's moved on and has an interesting career now that I know you're probably a little bit jealous uh, no of, of what he does for a living now.
1: Well, it's an interesting job for an interesting guy. Mike is uh, a character, and uh, boy, I've enjoyed being around him through the years. Uh, but he is now a uh, golf coordinator, I believe, is the actual uh, terminology of it at the Greenbrier, so uh, Mike, hook us up. We need we need some tea <laughs> times. But what what a what a neat thing for Mike. He's been in the restaurant business and and been uh, managing restaurants for years, and uh, now he's dovetailed
0: into uh, that into a, a golf career. So yes, certainly jealous of that. Yeah, Mike Shockey, a really interesting interview, and it was good to get connected <laughs> back up with
1: Mike. Always a great Viking, a great friend, and he's always listening. Uh,
0: in keeping up with Viking sports. All right, it's episode 139. Let's get started. Embracing her role as captain of the Lady Spike and Vikes, senior Olivia Parsons says she's having a blast during her final season of volleyball at Ripley High.
1: All right, we're joined now by Lady Viking senior and captain, uh, one of the captains of the volleyball team, Olivia Parsons. Olivia, thanks for being with me.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: So tell me about Lady Viking Volleyball. It has been a heck of a year so far. 19 wins already, and i still got a couple of weeks till sectional play.
2: Yes, I am so grateful to be part of this team this year. We've been killing it on the court and off the court. We've been putting our time in. We've been working our butts off to get where we are. And we've really – we have a lot of experience coming back to the varsity team. We – yeah, we have a lot of experience, and I think we only have one that didn't come back for the varsity, that's starting varsity this year.
1: Tell me, you got, you've got got five seniors on this squad, you being one of them. Uh, tell me what, being uh, elected a captain, I assume your teammates elected you captain, normally that's how it works. What does that mean to you in your senior year?
2: It means everything to me, it, being with my two other seniors, I've been playing with them for Seven years now, and I'm just so grateful to be a part of us three and just being together for our last senior year.
1: You got off to such a quick start. I think you guys were 13 or 14-0 and before you lost a match. What did that feel like? I mean, that had to almost feel like an out-of-body experience (laughs) to have that kind of a a winning streak. Um, And just how much fun has that been?
2: It's been the most fun season so far. Like when you get on that role, you just have the confidence of everything, and you just feel so good. And your team is just so hype, hype and stuff. And it it was fun.
1: It was fun. You, you've got a lot of good, lot of good young talent on this team, and I know you take pretty seriously uh, being a leader uh, and being someone who uh, kind of helps in the locker room uh, when the coaches aren't around and teaching these younger players, how it's done at Ripley. Uh, how have you embraced that role?
2: Um, I just put in the work with them. I try to talk to them as much as I can and try to work with them as much as I can. And Tiffany Fisher, one of the freshmen took a big step in helping us with our varsity season because our middle got hurt and she really took a big step up. So we've been working with her to get the experience she needs and she, she'll be great. She'll be great.
1: So you're a setter and I want you to explain to me the volleyball ignorant and, and those of us who <laughs> I love watching it. I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> just explain explain <laughs> yeah. to me what a setter does and, and uh, what your responsibilities are.
2: Okay. So the setter mostly always gets the second ball to settle up for the hitter to kill. Like the first pass will usually go to our libero or our defensive specialist in the back row and then it'll come up to the setter and then the setter will set the hitter to put the ball away and kill the ball so and to try put, to get the point.
1: So to put it in basketball terms, which I'm probably more well versed in, it's almost like throwing <laughs> an alley-oop to somebody dunking one, right? Yes,
2: yes. Or so, like the quarterback throwing it to someone to get a touchdown.
1: Perfect. So uh, you know when you hit that, whenever you set that one up for the, for the uh, outside hitter or whatever, you know whether you've laid one out there perfectly for him, right? Yes. That's yes. got to be a good feeling when you, see that, when you see it all happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, almost like getting assists in basketball. Yes. So um, you have a big match uh, on Thursday night. Uh, you go to Point Pleasant, you play Point, and you play GW. Uh, that'll be a big night for you guys.
2: Yes, it will be. And playing the other night against South PHS and Hurricane, I think it really prepared us for these bigger games that were that are coming up.
1: All right, Olivia, before I let you go, I'm going to ask you a silly <laughs> question. All right. I, okay. want, I want the Viking Nation to get to know you a little bit, okay? Give me some uh, – do you have any uh, superstitions, anything on game day that you have to do uh, that uh, you will not uh, allow not to happen anything funny that that might make you tick
2: <laughs> um i have not washed my knee pads since <laughs> freshman year because i swear they are good luck
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the content i'm here for olivia i yeah. love it thank you thank you for sharing that with us and best <laughs> of luck to you guys tonight and the rest of the way you've had a fantastic season let's keep it going
2: thank you so much
1: He's battled his way back, not from one, but two knee injuries. Wyatt Simon says he's back where he wants to be on the field with his Viking teammates.
0: All right, I would say a uh, long time no see, what, but uh, you're always here, every practice, every game. But
3: uh, it's got to be great to be back on the field again. Yeah, Rube, it's great to be back, and I love being out here with the boys.
0: And uh, tell me, what has it been like to, uh, to have to stay on the sidelines for all this
3: time? I like to help out as much as I can, but I really miss being on the field and playing with, with everyone else. Okay, so tell us what what happened that, that led to this
0: time off for you uh, with the injury.
3: So my sophomore year, uh, I played the first two games and then I tore my ACL going into our third game my sophomore year. And then last year I, made, I played all ten games and got hurt in the Point Pleasant game and tore my ACL for the second time and then I, I decided that I wasn't going to play again and, so I wouldn't tear that, tear it up again. But going into this, about midway through the season, I figured out that I wanted to come back and play the last few with my, with my teams.
0: That's that's great. And uh, so uh, you see action both before. I know you saw action both on offense and on defense. Will that be the case now?
3: No, I'm only going to play offense this, this this year because I want to I want to minimize the chances that I'm going to get hurt. So I'm just going to play offense.
0: Okay, and we have sort of revitalized the passing game here just in time for you.
3: <laughs> yeah, we started passing pass the ball a little bit more, which is good for me because I'm a receiver, but yeah.
0: Okay. Wyatt, great to have you back, man. Thank you, Rube. Tripley earned its second win of the football season at St. Albans on Friday, and sophomore Chris Jenkins picked up his first career TD during the Viking victory.
1: Welcome back to Ripley High School, joined now by sophomore Chris Jenkins. Chris, uh, fun win last week, man. Yeah, it really was. It was a a good win. Came out played hard. What do you think it did for the morale of this team? You guys had lost a few in a row. And to go down there and not just win, man, but you you won big. And you really, uh, from start to finish, dominated them. That had to feel good for you.
3: Yeah, that got our heads up for this coming week against uh, Greenbrier. It's going to help us play a little bit better, I feel like.
1: Got yourself in the end zone, too, man. You found yourself wide open in the back of the end zone. And then the next play, you catch a two-point conversion. How'd that feel? We saw that ball coming to you. It probably felt like it was hanging in the air for an hour. Yeah, it was a little bit nervous. I was just thinking about not dropping the ball.
3: It's, it's my yeah. thing, I guess.
1: You got the touchdown, though. That's all that matters. Uh, big game this week, Greenbrier East. Uh, we're going down there. It'll be a tough test for you, but I know it's something you're looking forward to. Yeah, I'm looking to be in the end zone again. We hope so, man. Best of luck to you. Thanks for the time. Yeah, thank you.
0: Now in his 24th season as the voice of Greenbrow East football, Jeff Campbell explains what Viking fans can expect to see from the Spartans on Friday night.
1: All right. uh, Welcome, or happy, excuse me. Let's start over. That's fine. All right, happy to be joined now by the play-by-play guy, the voice of the Greenbrier East Spartans, Jeff Campbell. Uh, Jeff, thanks for being with me, buddy.
4: Hey, Brian, thanks for the invitation. I'll always enjoy this.
1: So it's kind of become an annual thing for us when the Vikings and the Spartans match up uh, on the gridiron. Uh, you know, uh, we've talked years. Uh, what a great series this has been. This will be the. Seventh matchup between the two. It's a three to three. Uh, the Spartans are on a two-game winning streak against the Vikings, and, and when you look at the scoring all time, Jeff, it's about uh, almost four points on average separating. There have been a couple of blowouts, but boy, we've had some very good football games over the years.
4: We sure have, and not only is the series three to three, um, you know, it's uh, Ripley has a two and two record. In Jackson County, Greenbrier East has a one and one record in Greenbrier County. That's how close has things been.
1: It's it uh, you know when you look at it, kids are very similar. Uh, I think uh, you guys are bigger school than us, obviously. But uh, you know when it comes to a, a blue collar mentality, Coach Lee uh, seems like he's really uh, built that culture there in Fairly and. Uh, similar to what the Vikings have been over the years, you might beat us, but uh, you're going to have to give it your best shot, and you're going to get hit hard in the process.
4: I think so too, and all that starts with the off-season program. You know, Coach Lee does encourage his uh, football players to play other sports, whether you know it's basketball, baseball, or or track or wrestling, anything like that. Um, but also, you know, if you're not playing, you know, weight room starts in February, so. Um, you know those kids are expected to kind of be there and and get ready for that next season. And they've had uh, you know improved attendance and uh, their their marks have improved over the years through uh, the weight training program too. And that's what it takes. I mean, if you want to compete in AAA football, uh, that's what that's just a must.
1: Jeff, you uh, you know you guys have had an up and down season, much like the Vikings, sitting at two and four right now. Plays a tough schedule. You've uh, had to play Point. You've had to play Woodrow, Hampshire, uh, Oak Hill, which uh, took the Vikings uh, up into us a couple of weeks ago. You got Parkersburg South on the schedule. You got Princeton on the schedule. Uh, sitting at two and four right now. This Viking game this week is one I know that you guys have circled and you feel like you have to get.
4: Well, you have to. You look at the next four games left. You mentioned. Uh, you mentioned some of those games. I mean right now sitting at 2 and 4 you got to be at least at least 3 and 1 4 and 0 oh, probably 4 and 0 oh gets you in at 6 and 4 but parkersburg south i mean what a what a program Nate Tanner has going up there right now and they'll come down here to fairlee next friday night and uh to go 3 and 1 to to be 5 and 5 and into hope over the next four weeks, and some things go you way, your way with some wins and losses by other teams, and bonus points and things like that. You got to beat, I think, Ripley, Princeton, and Lincoln County. And uh, Princeton's going to be a road game for us on October 28th, and that's going to be a really tough one too. So, you know, right now, Greenbrier East has their has their hands full with this rest part of the schedule.
1: Jeff, the Vikings have changed their offense up a little bit. If we see what we saw last week at St. Albans. They've spread things out. They're they're going to run a little bit of uh, zone read with Virgil Myers. He'll throw it a little bit. Uh, total 180 from what we have seen up until this point in the season. Give me a scouting report on the Spartans. What are the Vikings going to see Friday night?
4: Well, basically, they're going to see the same skill position players that they saw a year ago up in Jackson County. Uh, you know, Greenbrier East it has basically all their guys back from a skill standpoint. Uh, quarterback Monquel Davis, who uh, caught the winning touchdown in overtime at Ripley uh, back in that 19 game. He is a starter at quarterback this year again. Uh, started for three, three solid years and started a little bit and played a lot at quarterback as a freshman. Also saw a lot of time there as a freshman at wide receiver. Ian Klein is back this year. Uh, he is a junior, and he is uh you know a kid who rushed for sixteen hundred yards last year. He was first team all state as a sophomore, and he was the first ever sophomore to make first team all state in greenberry's football history also he got some receivers back in jake pate Lucas mcallister so I mean we've got a bunch of those guys back, but what we're missing is up front on the offensive line where last year we lost four starters. Off of that team that finished eight and two, ranked number eight, hosted uh, George Washington in the first round of the playoffs. Lost that game twenty one to seven. So basically, it's the same skill, but a whole new offensive line.
1: What's the uh- Temperature of the program like right now sitting at two and four? I know uh, Coach Lee is a beloved guy. I've met him a couple of times. He's uh, I have a, the utmost respect for him. I think he runs a, a great program. Fan base right now a little bit frustrated or uh, you know, do they still seem um, optimistic and excited about uh, what's in front of them?
4: Well, I mean, for the most part, I think everyone expected a little bit more this year. Uh maybe not that eight and two kind of season that they had a year ago, but you know, I really don't think anyone expected to be two and four right now. Uh Point Pleasant and Beckley just handled us. They took care of their business and uh and dominated both of those games. Uh, you know, East is as they're two and four right now, they could just as easily be four and two. You know, they lost a the game at Stewart's Draft, Virginia, which is over in at in at Waynesboro, Stanton, Charlottesville, Lexington area of Virginia there around I-64 and I-81. If people are familiar with that area, they lost lost that game 14 to 3. Uh they did a good job moving the ball between the twenties, but you know, once they got inside the twenties, Uh, They had some trouble. Only got a field goal in that game and lost by 11. And last week over at Oak Hill, it was a 7-7 game with uh, just about two minutes to go in the first half. Had an interception uh, as Greenbrier East was at the Oak Hill 20-yard line. Threw an interception. Oak Hill runs it back to the 50. On the next play, uh, they have a 17-yard pass and 15 yards on for roughing the passer. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're knocking the door. No kill goes in the locker room with a 13-7 uh, to 7 lead on Greenbrier East last Friday night. And that really took the momentum and the wind out of the sails. Of that Spartan football team a week ago. So, you know, I think just as we're two and four, we could be four and two. But as Bill Parcells used to say, <laughs> Brian, you, you are what
1: you are. That's right. You are what your record says it is. Right. <laughs> Jeff, uh, buddy, we appreciate it, man. We're really looking forward to coming down there and spending some time with you on Friday night. I love the people of that community. Everyone has been so uh, friendly every time we go down there or any, anytime I'm in the area. And it's a trip we always look forward to. And I, I know you're going to be busy uh, the end of the week. You will be working Thursday night in Morgantown on Caridi's staff. So safe travels to you, my friend. And I look forward to meeting up with you down there in Fairley.
4: I appreciate the time, Brian. Always good to, to talk to you and to see you. And I got a lot of friends up here in Ripley and Jackson County. And I uh, for, look forward to seeing some of them, too, on Friday night.
1: Seven seniors on the Lady Viking soccer team will be honored on Friday night's game. Coach Jay Pearson says it is a special group.
0: Coach, you have a senior night coming up on Friday and it's uh, a little bit unusual the way things worked out this this way the way this year. You had to do a little bit of juggling with the schedule. Tell us about that.
5: Yeah, we've had uh we've had you know a few games this year where We had to cancel, you know, uh, Princeton game got canceled on us because of the hurricane. Uh, Cattle Midland, for some reason, dropped us off. Then we had uh, Warren Local dropped us out. So we're we're a few games short. And Our game was scheduled uh, Saturday with Madonna to come down, but I guess Madonna's short on some players. I think they've only got nine or ten girls now. So you know we really couldn't make them make that trip and count on that being able to be a game you know with so few players so we had to juggle some schedule around we did get the robert seberg we were supposed to play them tonight away but they were really gracious enough to uh, let us change that and they're going to come down tomorrow night here to play for us so we can have our senior night for these girls
0: that's great and uh coach i know you have been through uh, a number of these senior nights uh, both as a parent and as a coach and i know you've got uh, a pretty good group this year uh would you like to tell us about that
5: yeah we got uh, seven seniors this year and they've all been playing ever since i can remember you know a lot of them's played since they were little that's a really great group of girls uh you know, you couldn't ask for any better off the field, school-wise effort. I mean, it's just a really good group. It's really been an honor to be involved with them, to be a part of it, and I'm going to be sad when they go.
0: I'm sure you are, and Coach, uh, we wish you the best of luck uh, not only on Senior Night, but as you uh, get this team ready for the upcoming uh, sectional tournament.
5: Yeah, sectionals are coming up. Uh, you know, the first game it's going to be Hurricane uh you know they're one of the best in the state they're always one of the best in the state but you know uh our girls have have shown times this year that they can beat the best in the state and uh you know there's been times we've played down to our level of competition but i've got confidence and i've got faith in them if they can just believe in themselves and show up and and we get the right effort I, i believe that uh we can play a few more games this year
1: Ripley High graduate Mike Shockey managed to excel in three sports during his playing days as a Viking. Golf was not one of them, but now he finds himself daily in one of the game's most prestigious
0: venues. Mike, it's so good to uh, talk to you again. And uh, as I recall, a three-sport uh, standout at Rip- Ripley High, including... Uh, some pretty good plays in football uh as a as a receiver and as a punter uh what are your thought what are your uh, memories of of playing for uh, the Vikings in football
6: well i, I played uh, <clears throat> our freshman year we uh we didn't win a game we had a, a five game season and we went 0 and 5 <laughs> And we turned things around by the time our senior year came along. We we went 10-0 and in the regular season.
0: Yeah, and so advanced to the playoffs, and that was an exciting time around uh, dear old Ripley High. Right. With uh, James Leroy Kay and uh, covering a lot of ground out there and some other outstanding players on that team, too. Tell us about some of your teammates on that team.
6: Oh, uh, yeah, Chris Martin. He was a... A two-way athlete, very good. Um, quarterbacks Sean Sears and Aaron Stevenson. And on defense, Steve Kearns was our middle linebacker. He was very good. Um, and I played defensive back on one side, and Brian Philol on the other. And we had a we had a, just a, a really good team. Every position. Uh, we did well at, and that's offense and defense. We're just a well-rounded team.
0: And, of course, uh, we played uh, Brooke in the playoffs that year, and I believe uh, Chris Martin got injured early in that game, and that, that might have made the difference uh, in the outcome of that game.
6: Probably. Um, he was very valuable to our team, and we hated to lose him.
0: <laughs> and also, and we were... uh, I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead.
6: Oh, we were already down, uh, Brian Filial, uh, he had gotten hurt the the week before that, so we were down two really good players.
0: And Brian has a son who's a a freshman on the Viking team this year, who's doing a great job for the uh, Junior Varsity Vikings. Also, you uh, were a basketball standout, and uh, as I recall, uh, Mike, you you made up. Pretty big shot as a junior, and uh, gave the Vikings a victory. That had to be one of your thrills as well.
6: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was against Parkersburg South my my junior year, and we were down two, I think. And Craig Harmon was our coach, and just just a few seconds left, and he drew up a play where I would get the ball, bring it down, and pass it off to. Maybe Greg Thompson or Jim Perry, and uh, but I didn't pass it. I kept it the, <laughs> the whole time and and just let it fly.
0: And and it was a game winner from uh, beyond half court, as I recall. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Ripley was pretty well loaded in uh, in baseball during that era as well. And uh, you were part of a pretty amazing uh, outfield uh, for the Vikings under Coach uh, Raymond Swisher.
6: Yeah, we had a lot of speed in the outfield. Again, Brian Filial and uh, Mike Varney. So we covered a lot of ground out there.
0: And and Mike, uh, you now live down in Greenbrier County, and uh, you have an interesting job working at the Greenbrier. And while you were a a three-sport athlete in high school, uh, golf was not one of those sports, but that's sort of a, a part of your career. Now tell us about that. That's right. I've, I've been
6: at the Greenbrier for uh, around eight years, and I was in food and beverage for most of that. And just recently, I decided to switch to the golf department. Um, I guess golf coordinator is my title. And just kind of help the guest when they, uh, when they come in. There's five different courses they can go to, and I just kind of help them out and greet them on the way back.
0: That's, that's great uh, and uh, Mike, it's it's really good to uh, hear your voice again and uh, we appreciate your time and uh, good to get caught with you and, uh, and good to hear from you.
6: Same here, Rube. Good talking
0: to you.
1: Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button and turn on your notifications.